The main benefits of smart contracts are that they increase efficiency and reduce the need for intermediaries. For example, in the case of real estate, a smart contract could automate the process of transferring ownership and payments, eliminating the need for a lawyer or real estate agent. This not only saves time and money, but it reduces the risk of errors or fraud. Hi, and welcome back to What Kind of Internet Do You Want? I'm Amy James, and today we're talking about smart contracts, a revolutionary technology that will be an essential part of Web3. But before we dive into what smart contracts are and why they matter, let's take a step back to get a broader perspective. To pursue the question and the title of this series, What Kind of Internet Do You Want? Let's consider the question, what is the internet for? Is it just a place to share cat videos and memes, or is it something more? At its core, the internet is a global network of connected computers that allows us to share information and communicate with each other. Since its invention at the beginning of the 90s, the World Wide Web has had the potential to be so much more. It could be a platform for open communication, innovation, collaboration, and economic growth. And it's clearly met a lot of that potential, but the centralized infrastructure of Web2 has been holding it back. Decentralizing it is how it will reach its full potential, which is what we mean by the term Web3. And a big piece of how that will happen is with self-executing code or what's become known as smart contracts. But before we start, please hit the like button and subscribe to the channel and let's get into it. So what are smart contracts? Well, let's break it down into parts. We all know a contract is the representation of an agreement between parties. For example, let's say that we agree that 10 minutes after you've watched this whole video, I will send you $10. If we were to use a regular legal contract, we would either need to trust each other to execute the contract correctly, or we would need to bring in some kind of third party to enforce it for us, like an escrow service, a bank, a trustee, or a judge. So what makes a smart contract smart? What makes a smart contract different from a regular contract is that smart contracts automatically execute without human involvement based on predefined criteria. Have you heard the phrase code is law? It's referring to smart contracts. The contract is forced to execute exactly how it was built and can be carried out automatically without the need for manual intervention. Nick Zabo first wrote about the idea of smart contracts in the 90s. Like so many of the revolutionary aspects of Web3, these ideas were first dreamt of at the beginning of the web, but only now has the technology been developed to the point that it can become a foundational part of the web. In his paper on smart contracts, Nick Zabo used the analogy of a vending machine, calling them the primitive ancestor of smart contracts. He says, quote, the vending machine is a contract with the bearer. Anybody with coins can participate in an exchange with the vendor. The vending machine functions like a smart contract protocol because it automatically executes the transaction based on predefined criteria. You put your coins in and push the right buttons and it automatically dispenses the product. He goes on to explain how the vending machine is a rudimentary example of a smart contract and that the idea can be refined to the point that contractual terms are embedded directly into the property in question. 
To explain this refinement, he uses the example of how a smart contract could be used to control access to a car and the successive refinements that would be necessary for it to work. After explaining the most straightforward implementation of how a smart contract could be used to control the ability to operate a vehicle via cryptographic keys, he goes on to explain the other details of a smart contract that would be needed to govern this type of agreement, saying, quote, if the car is being used to secure credit, strong security implemented in this traditional way would create a headache for the creditor. The repo man would no longer be able to confiscate a deadbeat's car. To redress this problem, we can create a smart lien protocol. If the owner fails to make payments, the smart contract invokes the lien protocol, which returns control of the car keys to the bank. This protocol might be much cheaper and more effective than a repo man. A further reification would probably remove the lien when the loan was paid off, as well as account for hardship and operational expenses. For example, it would be rude to revoke operation of the car while it's doing 75 down the freeway. I would say not just rude, but dangerous. And that just further illustrates why smart contracts need to be able to accommodate details like his car example. The smart contract idea starts as the simple version of cryptographic keys giving the ability to operate the vehicle, but for it to be useful for most real world implementations, it must be refined by various if-then scenarios that govern control of the car based on the details that are unique to the contract. In this case, things like loan payments, time period, and conditional factors such as if the car is in motion. Smart contracts have the potential to revolutionize the way we do business and interact with each other. They can be used in a huge variety of industries, things like real estate, insurance, and supply chain management. The main benefits of smart contracts are that they increase efficiency and reduce the need for intermediaries. For example, in the case of real estate, a smart contract could automate the process of transferring ownership and payments, eliminating the need for a lawyer or real estate agent. This not only saves time and money, but it reduces the risk of errors or fraud. In addition, smart contracts are transparent and immutable, which means that they provide a secure and reliable way to enforce agreements. And this is particularly important in industries where trust is a key issue, such as supply chain management or insurance. So now that we've talked about what smart contracts are and the potential they offer, let's look at how they actually work. There are two basic kinds of smart contracts. To oversimplify things a little bit, there are the type used in Bitcoin and the type used in Ethereum. In this video, we're going to focus on the type used in Bitcoin, and next time we will cover the type used in Ethereum. The smart contracts used with Bitcoin are more simple and limited than those used with Ethereum. They use a scripting language called Bitcoin Script that is not Turing complete. A smart contract on the Bitcoin network is a script that is embedded in a Bitcoin transaction. It does not include any looping or recursive functions. This script specifies the conditions that must be met in order for the transaction to be executed or settled. The benefit of this type of smart contract is that they are extremely safe. The purpose of the Bitcoin network is to send transactions, and these smart contracts simply add a layer of how to automate control of that 
function. So for example, scripts can be used to time delay Bitcoin transactions or to require a certain quantity of signatures to send a transaction because they don't add additional functionality to what the network already does. They are far less likely to have bugs or other errors. However, it's a double-edged sword because the reason they are safe is also a limitation. These types of smart contracts do not allow for much flexibility or ease of design. They cannot accommodate all of the if-then scenarios that would be required by Nick Zabo's car loan example. For that, we need a Turing complete smart contract, which we will cover in our next video. Bitcoin Script smart contracts are still an incredibly useful and powerful part of Web3. For example, these smart contract functions have been assembled in novel ways to create some more complex functionality, such as the way that they're used by the Lightning Network, which is a potential approach for how Bitcoin can be scaled to handle more transaction throughput. And that's it for today. We are still at the very beginning stages of how smart contracts will be used. And it's really exciting to think about what a profound impact they will have on the future of the web. If you are excited about Web3, please be sure to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and share the video. You can find me at Amy of Alexandria and follow the organization at Web3WG. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time.